think we've spent more time on travel with Rick Steves talking about Italy than any other country. And for good reason. And there's still plenty of Italy yet to explore. Joining us right now to introduce us to her home region in the center of that exciting country is Virginia Agostinelli. She lives in Abruzzo. It's a region known for its wilderness, its national parks, complete with eagles, bears, and even wild pigs. The mountains are rugged, with small medieval towns and barely a hint of tourism. Not far to the east are the beaches and port towns of the Adriatic, and it all starts just an hour or so east of Rome. Virginia, thanks for being with us. Thank you, Rick. Thank you for having me here. Tell us about Abruzzo. Abruzzo is um, a small region in the heart of Italy, really, but it's a really particular region in the sense that geographically it's in the center. Uh, But it is historically always been associated with the south. As a matter of fact, I would always say I'm from the south. Really? Because it's just, it really is the middle. You don't, do you think of Rome as the south? No, not okay. at all. No, because Abruzzo was always part of the kingdom of the two Sicilies. Okay, so it was connected politically and economically politically. to the south. So culturally, historically, it's always been associated with the south. The kingdom of the church would uh, kind of cut north of Abruzzo. So, uh, Lazio, so you were in Umbria, the uh, kingdom of the two Sicilies. Two Sicilies. Under Spanish domain and sometimes under French. So you had that colonial heritage, which means really you were taken advantage of economically by a colonial power. Yes. In fact, uh, also in the dialects that are spoken in the region, there is a lot of influence from Spanish and from Hmm. French. Uh, For instance, uh, in the dialect of my village, the word to say street, it's ruelle from the French. Okay. So because of your colonial heritage and you were... Kingdom of Two Sicilies was a colonial uh, possession of Spain and France? Mm-hmm. Sometimes by France, but mostly under Spanish dominion. Back and forth, Spain and France. And a lot of us go to the rich cities of Italy because we find the rich art and the rich buildings and the rich culture. Florence, Rome, Milano, Venice. Mm-hmm. I look at the map of Abruzzo, and I don't recognize any of these cities. It's, uh, it's under the radar. <laughs> There are a lot of uh, very small villages, and uh, the largest city in Abruzzo is actually Pescara, which is uh, on the coast, Adriatic coast, and it's a very uh, strange city, very different from Florence or from Venice in the sense that uh, it developed during the 20th century. It used to be a small village of uh, fishermen. So the main city there has a short history compared to Florence. Yes, and it reflects on the architecture, which is very modern. If I want to drive from Rome directly Mm -hmm. east to get to Pescara, how many hours would that take on the autostrada? The highway, it's exactly that one, Rome to Pescara. Uh, It's maybe three hours uh, hours. with the highway. Okay, and then Pescara has boats going from there to Croatia Croatia and so on. I'm speaking with Virginia Agostinelli. We're talking about a mysterious part of Italy called Abruzzo. It has 150 miles of coastline. Is it popular for people to go to the beach? And what would you do on the beach? Um, What I prefer particularly is the southern part of the region for the beach. But uh, there are also a lot of mountains. So that's the great part of the region, the great uh, part of Abruzzo, that you can be on the beach and one hour you can be hiking in the mountains or in Gran Sasso. Is there skiing? 
Yes, a lot. In fact, there is Roccaraso, which is a very famous uh, ski resort. And there is Campo Imperatore, close to L'Aquila. Uh-huh. Are these serious ski slopes or just kind of for beginners and people who want to be serious go to the Dolomite? The two that I mentioned are very serious. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you but don't have to go to the Dolomites to have no, serious skiing. No, not at all. What about the, I've heard of these natural parks where you've got lots mm-hmm. of um, wildlife. And- a lot of people refer to Abruzzo as the green heart of Europe just because there are... Uh, a lot of national and regional parks. The most famous are the Parco Nazionale d'Abruzzo, the National Park of Abruzzo. Uh, then there is the National Park of the Gran Sasso, close to L'Aquila. Uh, Gran Sasso is also the highest peak on the Apennine. The Apennines are the, the, sort of the spine of Italy, the mountains that run yes. up and down the Italian peninsula. I think of Italy as so densely populated and so urban, but here we have natural parks, we have wild countryside, Mm -hmm. and even wild animals? Absolutely. What animals uh, would I see in Abruzzo? um, Strangely enough, uh, just a few hours away from Rome, you could have uh, the Marsicano bear, which is also the symbol of the region. Wild bears in Italy? Mm -hmm. Today? Yes. Is it dangerous? (laughs) I've never met one, and I always uh, imagine that he must be very lonely. (laughs) (laughs) And what other kind of animals? Uh, A lot of uh, deer and uh, wild boar, foxes. Now, wild boar, it shows on the menu in the restaurant. There are a lot of wild boars. In fact, there are too many. So... If you do hit one with the car, you just have to call the national park and let them know. But you could keep it. And you, you can could, keep it? Yes. So you, oops, <laughs> you could sorry butcher. about that. Dinner time. <laughs> yes. Wild boar. How do you yeah. say that in Italian? Cinghiale. Cinghiale. Because mm-hmm. you see in a lot of restaurants the, mm-hmm. the head of a boar on the wall. Yeah, I think when they first uh, started repopulating the area, they didn't calculate correctly how fast and how many wild boar would... Uh, uh, okay, so there's there's no shortage of wild boar. No, not at all. Was there a big earthquake in Abruzzo recently? Yes, uh, well, in 09, in April 2009. In fact, that was uh, in L'Aquila, and right. my, my village is in the province of L'Aquila. Uh, it was uh, quite strong, and uh, it pretty much destroyed the city. Uh, which was in ruins. How has the recovery been? At the beginning, it seemed to be very quick. But I was there just uh, one year ago, and I hear from my friend that live in L'Aquila that it's exactly as it was the following day. So there's been little change then? It's very a, it's little, slow. yes. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're traveling through Abruzzo, uncrowded Italy, and we're joined by Virginia Agustinelli. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Renee's calling in from New Westminster, British Columbia. Renee, thanks for your call. Oh, hi, Rick. How are you? We're doing well. Do you have a thought about Abruzzo for Virginia? Well, you know, we go to Italy quite often. And my husband, Barry, he loves Italy. And he every time we go, he says, you know, we really have to drive over on the coast and just drive down. And I keep thinking, well, gee whiz, is there really good roads? Can we do that? And then we met some very nice Italian people, and oh, they were telling us how beautiful it, it is, and a lot of camping along the beaches, and just wonderful. So, Virginia, could Renee drive and explore the coastline without yes, any yes. problem? Yes, yes. In fact, you could take the highway, which is uh, very convenient and very efficient, but there are also other small roads that you can take, so you can have a better view at uh, the sea, their panorama, and... I always, uh, when I travel north to visit my sister that lives in northern Italy, I travel by train because mm. the railway, it's just beautiful on the Adriatic. It's very close to the water. 
if René wanted to stay in an agriturismo, is that a possibility in Abruzzo? It is, it is. There are not as many as in uh, Tuscany, but uh, there are a few. For instance, uh, in the region of Sulmona, which is in the center of Abruzzo, there are a lot of little villages all around the valley, and you could find uh, several uh, good agriturismos, very tiny. So these agriturismos are traditional family farms that are allowing guests to come in like bed and breakfast. Yes. to help stay in business because all over the world, small farms are having a tough time so they can supplement their family interests. So Rene could just stop into a agriturismo and yes. have a good chance to enjoy the local food and meet some local farm family. Yes, in fact, from the coast, if you want to go to Sulmona, the place that I mentioned, it's just about one hour away, one hour uh, west. Rene, thanks for your call and happy travels. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye now. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're traveling through Abruzzo, uncrowded Italy. Our email address is radio at ricksteves.com. And Heather in Tolan, Connecticut, emailed us. She writes, My family's saving up for a two-month stay in Italy, and we'd love to hunker down in one location and tour the area. Abruzzo sounds perfect for all the exploring and, uh, that we envision doing. We'd love to stay on a farm, help out, and then stretch our legs by exploring local hiking, beaches, eating local cuisine, and so on. How would we find a place for an extended stay? And what would the best way to get around be? Virginia, these people want to have a, a two-month stay and, and sort of settle in. Mm-hmm. How would they do that in, a, in Abruzzo, <laughs> and then how would they get around? Well, I think in Abruzzo would be the perfect place for uh, uh, what she mentioned. There is a lot of uh, mountain biking uh, tracks and uh, also road bike, if you like. There is a beautiful street that goes up to Scanno, which is this tiny little village in the center of Abruzzo. And it has a very dramatic view of the mountains. Scanno, how do you spell that? S-C-A-N-N-O. S-C-A-N-N-O. Okay, so that's a nice village, and you can do some mountain biking around there. Yes, you could also road bike there, and there is a beautiful natural lake. And uh, Scanno is also uh, famous because the ex-president of Italy, Ciampi, used to hide in Scanno when he was a partisan during the war. Oh, because that was just remote and very, hidden very away up remote. in the mountains. Which now, a partisan would be a communist fighting the fascist Mussolini, is that right? Uh, yes and no, not necessarily. The partisans were a, a guerrilla army uh, strongly financed by the Allies. To fight Mussolini? Yes. Who yes. was the fascist leader? Yes. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Dale's on the line in Blacklick, Ohio. Dale, thanks for your call. Thank you. My wife's grandparents uh, were natives of Abruzzo, specifically Ona, a small town outside L'Aquila. They came over through Ellis Island, and we were privileged in 1996 to go over and visit some of uh, the relatives. And we stayed in L'Aquila, right in a hotel on the square there, and went to own a little village and, and just really enjoyed that area. And we're just wondering, if we go back, what would be a good central place, Virginia, to to stay, to enjoy the culture and the environment around Abruzzo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Anna very well. It's uh, very close to L'Aquila. And, uh, well, Pacentro is my village. It's about one hour away from Anna. Uh, it's a very tiny village with a beautiful medieval castle, about 800 people. And uh, it is close to a larger 
bigger city, which is Sulmona, 30,000 people. And that would be, to me, an ideal uh, so place is to pa- stay. So this is Pacentro, P-A-C-E-N-T-R-O, Pacentro. Okay. yes. And there are uh, several agriturismos. It's very affordable and very beautiful. And there's one restaurant in particular, which is uh, one of the best restaurants of Italy in uh, such a small village. And it is quite worth it to give it a try. Okay. Now, Dale, you visited before the earthquake. The earthquake hit in... In Onine. 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 And how has the earthquake affected Ona, and what is it like today? It, Do you know? It, it did. It did affect Ona. In fact, I think Ona was one of the uh, villages that was affected the most by the earthquake, yes. My wife lost a relative over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I heard a lot but about uh, Ona during are the... They, are they rebuilding Virginia? Well, um, there there was a lot of uh, financial support, but uh, because of bureaucracy, little of that support actually ended up where it was supposed to, to be. And uh, the reconstruction, it's still very, very slow. Actually, I drove through L'Aquila just about a year ago, and it still seemed as if they didn't do much. So it's just like time has stopped there from a yes. reconstruction point yeah, of view. Unfortunately, yes. The fountains are so beautiful in L'Aquila. Mm-hmm, true, true. It's also called the city of the, the 99 <laughs> fountains. 99 fountains. Virginia, if Dale was going back to his uh, family's homeland and he wanted to enjoy the cuisine of the region, mm-hmm. I know the pasta, the saffron, the confetti, the sugared almonds. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about those? Yes, Abruzzo is very famous for uh, pasta. In fact, the, the Ceco pasta, the kind of blue and yellow package that I'm sure everybody has seen is from Abruzzo. Okay. Uh, there is a small village that's called the Fara San Martino where uh, apparently the water is particularly good because pasta is really just flour and water. So, so if it's, it's the not water. the flour, it must be so the water. So some beer makers say it's the water <laughs> and for a pasta maker it can be the the water. It can be the water. And what about the saffron? The saffron, uh, there is a saffron from Navelli, uh, which is uh, a plateau close to L'Aquila, up in the mountain. It's a very rare quality of saffron, very rich, very different from the Spanish saffron, very intense, and it's used a lot in the cuisine of Milan for the risotto alla milanese. Oh, so they Lombard import cuisine. their saffron from Abruzzo, mm-hmm. yes, way up in do. Milano in the north. Yes, in the north, in Lombardy. And then the sugar almond cookies. The sugar almond cookies are called confetti, and it's this uh, special cookie that is used for occasions such as weddings, or special celebrations. And again, the preparation is very simple. It's just sugar and almond, but yet they are delicious. <laughs> Dale, I hope that gives you some ideas. I hope yeah. you can go back and visit. Can I ask one more quick question? Sure. Um, medieval fortifications and relics and castles, would we be able to experience that historical uh, aspect? There are plenty. So pretty much every village has a castle. In fact, the village that I mentioned earlier, Pacentro, has a gorgeous castle from the 12th century that is still almost intact. At least the main tower, it's almost intact. We will put these details, by the way, in the radio section at ricksteves.com so our listeners can get the spelling of these beautiful places that Virginia is talking about. Dale, thanks for your call, and, okay. and this is quite inspirational. It makes me really want to go explore Abruzzo. Thank you very much both of you. Take care. Bye now. So I didn't know Abruzzo was famous for its pasta. What else is Abruzzo Mm -hmm. famous for? Well, the confetti and also the particular dish is the pecora al cotturo. Because there are a lot of mountains, so there used to be a lot of shepherds. And this cotturo, it's a specific uh, cooking pot that the shepherd, it's, it's large enough for one sheep. 
So it's very simple. A cooking simple. pot for one sheep. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a, a feast for the whole village. It is. But the, the shepherd would get a sheep, butcher it, put it in this cotturo, in this uh, pot, and then they would eat it with the other shepherds in the area for one day, two days, it depends. It's a very simple, simple dish, simple preparation, poor dish, but it takes forever to prepare because the sheep, it has a lot of fat, so it has to boil in water for maybe eight hours, nine hours, so that it cleans it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. You want to do that when you're eating a whole sheep. (laughs) And then when you think about Abruzzo, it just seems like uh, rough and tumble, almost like the Wild West. In fact, uh, a lot of uh, scenes from the Spaghetti Western were shot uh, there just because there were a lot of mountains, a lot of space. It was cheaper, of course, and it was close to Rome. What's your favorite Spaghetti Western? Well, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. (laughs) I'm Rick Steves. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been exploring Abruzzo, learning a lot. It's just two hours from Rome. Thank you, Virginia Agostinelli. If we're going to finish with some image of Abruzzo, where would you take me? What would we see? What would we eat? What would we smell? There is a, a mountain that it's called the Maiella. It always gives me this sense of peace when it has the snow and it's so calm. It looks like a giant that just it's just laying there and uh, resting for who knows how long, for the eternity. A sleeping giant. What is the name? Maiella. M-A-J-E-L-L-A. And you would travel there and you would look out and you would see your state of Abruzzo. Yes. So you're standing on this beautiful place surrounded by Abruzzo. Mm-hmm. Tell me something that would touch the soul of an Abruzzo person that would think or say when they're at this place. Abruzzo people are very simple in the sense that uh, they're very modest, very humble. In fact, uh, we say in Italy that people of Abruzzo have a nature that is strong and gentle. Strong and gentle. There was this lady that I saw on TV that was rescued during the earthquake. In fact, she was 98, and she stayed in her house for about 30 hours or so. And I remember her on TV where the journalist asked her, so what did you do? Uh, Did you pray? Were you praying? And she just looked at the journalist as if he were crazy, and she said, what did I do? I was knitting. I was working, of course. What else could I have been doing? So she and was knitting. She, yeah. she was 98 year old and she was just, she couldn't <laughs> move. Cause she, she was doing her work yes. as the whole world was falling around and her. And she her. answered as if it was the most natural thing that she would have been doing there. 98, 98 years old. And that's the soul to me of the Abruzzo person. Strong and gentle. Forte e gentile. The Abruzzi. Si. <laughs> Virginia Agostinelli, mille grazie. Grazie a te. Rick Steves teaches smart travel to Italy and beyond. At ricksteves.com, you'll find an archive of interviews from his radio show, free audio tours of Italy's top sites, a monthly travel newsletter, and a world of information to help you turn your travel dreams into smooth and affordable reality. To gear up for your next Italian adventure, begin your trip at ricksteves.com.